What is the key to success? What is the key to navigating the unknown? What is the key to a great mindset? Where do we get our hands on that key? Be it business, real estate trends, design ideas, parenting, gratitude, I wanna share conversations with local business owners, leaders, teachers, and designers, where we can get real in a casual, comfortable space. Welcome to The Key. Pluma Jewelry is the result of a deep passion and appreciation for a modern yet timeless design aesthetic. Born out of true creative drive, Pluma Jewelry illustrates how meticulous detailing and creativity marry for a collection with depth and variety for a woman who acknowledges the beauty and significance of original pieces. Designer Treffery Caldwell first began making jewelry out of the love for stones. Even as a child on family vacation, she would fill her pockets with sparkling rocks and colorful seashells. Somewhere in an attic, those once prized possessions remain. She now marvels over the micro-faceted, semi-precious stones and raw geodes from around the world with which she creates the designs of Pluma jewelry. Every piece is about color, cut, balance, and proportion. These are truly the driving factors behind every creation. Treffery, welcome to The Key. Hi, thank you so much for I'm having me. I'm so excited to talk to you. I'm obviously a fan and a client of your jewelry, but you are just, I just think there's so much to you outside of the jewelry, so I'm excited <laughs> that you get to kind of share your story. Thank you. Thanks so much. And I just want to say, like, the fact that you do this podcast, like, you're a mom, you're a busy realtor, especially in this crazy market, the fact that you take time to talk to people in the community and kind of get, you know, everyone together and listening, I think it's really amazing. So oh, thank you. Thanks so it's, much. It means a lot. I'm honored to be here. Well, good. I'm glad I'm glad you're here. And it's a it's I love doing this. So it's like, it's like um, the frosting on my job, I think. But um, but I think everyone has an interesting story, and you you have a really amazing business. You do it yourself. You started it, and your jewelry is. I mean, it really is some of my most favorite jewelry that I've ever had seen. It's just it's really cool. So let's talk about it. What inspired you to start the business, and like when did you start? So I started making jewelry probably ooh, I don't know a long time ago. With 13, 14 years ago, but I started making jewelry just for myself. So I had always been like a creative kid, a creative person. I like seeing things and thinking like, I can do that, I can try it. And you know, I would dabble in painting or I dabble in different things. And so I started making jewelry for myself, absolutely loved it, wanted to keep making more, but realized I really didn't need to own more and more and more. (laughs) And if I wanted to keep making it, I was gonna have to, I was gonna have to start selling it. So that's really how it started. So oh I started gosh. selling it um, predominantly so that I could just keep making keep it. Making it. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. How and did you do all of this out of your house? Is that where you started? Yes. Yeah, so I didn't have kids back then. Okay. And so I had free time. Remember yeah. that? I mean, kind of. It's like <laughs> a, a vague memory. Just distant memory. <laughs> so, Honestly, yeah. my husband and I laugh about the, the time before kids and we're like, what did we do? Mm, I don't know. I mean, we were, I think we just, we sat around we a lot. We thought more. we were busy, right? <laughs> yeah, totally. It's just a different filter, right? A different layer of it your real, reality. It is. But yeah. So I really just started making it truly for me yeah and then um it came to the point where I was like all right I, I have to start like selling this will people be interested in it will they like it and yeah. I did an art show okay and it was the first art show I ever did and when people love what you've made and they they react to it and you see that I mean I was hooked I yeah. was absolutely hooked I was like it's like a rush. Yeah, like, it was incredible. Is, oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. Well, it is. I mean, I think your pieces are really unique and um, and they are timeless. I mean, you, you know, can grow a collection of 
everything that you create from your different, you know, seasons and styles and still wear them all together, which is that's so a big cool. part of it for me. I love yeah. that you said that. Thank yeah. you so much for picking up on that because that's really important to me. Yeah. I'll never like abandon a style. Like it's all about growing your collection, pulling pieces in, pulling pieces out, yeah, adding new things, mixing and matching. It's so cool. We'll get into um, how you style yeah. and some suggestions because I feel like I still don't really know how to do that. <laughs> um, but every time I see you or see a photo, I'm like, man, she just knows the right pieces to grab and the layering of necklaces and all of that. So um, we'll get into that. Okay. Um, tell me about, so this is, I mean, success is kind of a word that I, I'm not going to roll my eyes at, but there are so many definitions to success, right? So for you, um, what is your key to being successful? And, you know, if you feel compelled, like, tell us, like, what does the success mean to you? Sure. Yeah. Well, I think it's multi-layered. Um, for me, the key to success is for sure my clients. I love them. Like, they're a big part of it. The business wouldn't exist without them. Yeah. And then beyond that, when you get into, like, the business side, for me, it's a lot about drive, about mindset, about gratitude. Um, those are the things that you have to pull on when a client isn't there. Like, to, you know, when you're standing in front of a client, so much work has happened before that moment because you have the collection there. They're seeing it. But, you know. There's, there's been so much behind the scenes that's been done. And that's where you have to pull from your drive and why you do what you do and why you love it. Yeah. And the mindset, for sure. Like, instead of, like, what you have to do, it's more like what you get to do and just that gratefulness factor. Oh, my gosh. We we talk about that a lot in real estate. It's like you can catch yourself saying, I have to go show this house or I have to, you know, I don't know, have to go do something else. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. It really is. It is a big gift to be mm -hmm. able to do that. So I, I love that. It's also like when you're talking about that, it makes me think of that picture of like the iceberg, like people just see oh, the yes. tip, right? So they're seeing yeah. like the collection and it's, then there's all this stuff below that you're, you're working so, your tail so, off of. So much. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So is it just you or do you have a team of people? No, it's just me. Um, sometimes Gosh. I think it would be nice to have a team, Yeah. but I hold the collection pretty close to my heart. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, you know, I could definitely use some help with like my website or getting photos loaded and things like that but um no it really is predominantly just me that is so awesome I didn't know that when I was like prepping for this I'm like I actually have no idea if you do this all on your no. own yeah, that's no incredible Thanks. and you have two kids too so we'll, we'll get into that let's talk about your so you mentioned your clients um I think you're really good at client service. I think you're really, like, it's a natural thing for you to make um, the people who like your jewelry, to make them feel really included in your process. Oh, thanks. What do you, like, share some stuff about client service and touches that you do um, that you feel like kind of set you apart? Not that you have to give anything propri proprietary away, but, you know, like. I don't know that there's anything specifically proprietary about it. Yeah. Except that I, lo I mean, I love my clients and I love working with people and I love seeing them choose pieces that they love. And um, I think that a big part of it is just helping women find their comfort with, like, layering and finding new pieces and when you choose the things you love really you're kind of you're choosing yourself mm -hmm. and so when you see a piece that's new to you maybe it's a new stone or a new rock or a new setting or and there's something about that that resonates with you and you don't really know why and but then when you go ahead and you choose it you're choosing yourself and you're like feeling yeah. stronger and you're like more confident and um, yeah. I think that's a big part of it and just helping women feel like if you love that yes you can wear it I also hear women be so self-deprecating oh my my neck's too long my neck's too short my hands are too big my hands are too small my wrist is that my and it's really it's not about that it's about choosing the pieces you love feeling beautiful 
yeah. wearing them with confidence. Um, I had a client tell me once, um, it was one of the biggest compliments I've ever gotten. She told me every time she gets a new piece of Pluma, she feels stronger. And that while that's a huge compliment for me, really it's a compliment for women who choose the things they love. Yeah. And every time you choose something that resonates with you, whether you know why or not, maybe it's you know a bag or shoes or jewelry or whatever it is, you're choosing yourself, and there's power in that. Yeah. And I, I like to think I help women tap into that. That's great. And embracing what you enjoy, right? Embracing what, you're li- what you like and what you're drawn to. Like, it doesn't have to have um, an obvious definition. Yes. You know, I see my kids do it all the time. Yeah. Kids are so great at just picking what they love. They just, they just know it, and they go for it. And sometimes as adults, we try to, like, talk them out of it. You're like, are you sure? Have you, like, looked at all the toys? Like, you sure this so is true. the one you want? Or is that really what you want to wear to school today? And... Um, they're like, yeah, we, yeah, Let's they go. they know it and they own it and they go for it. And it's like, that's one of the greatest things about them. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. All right. Let's talk about inspiration because your pieces, I mean, I don't know. You have such a cool design eye. So like what, where do you get your inspiration and you know, what, what does inspire you? Oh, that's so easy. The materials, the stones, the rocks, the materials, the metals. Yeah. Uh, every day, all day. Oh my gosh. And you see them in a way that I feel like. It, you know the the edges and the the rawness to it um I think that's what makes your pieces so unique it's like you embrace like these edgy sides to these stones which is really cool thank you yeah um okay so when you think about um let's talk about the gem show because I know you did a cool trip recently to Tucson and this gets into the stones like you must have felt like you were like in heaven on earth it there. is it's heaven it's yeah. It's um, so much work. It's unbelievable. So the Tucson Gem and Mineral Show is the largest gem and mineral show in the world. And when they say the show, it's like 40 shows all over the city. I've been going for over 10 years. Every year you go, it's different. I rent a car. I stay for five days. I shop like the Terminator. (laughs) I love it. It sounds like heaven, like, and it is, don't get me wrong, but when you are walking around, like, not everything is gorgeous. Like, you still have to search. There's a lot of really ugly stuff out there, like, a lot of really ugly rocks. Yeah. And I'm sure someone thinks they're beautiful. They're not. Not for you. Really for me. Yeah, yeah. And, that, and a lot of these aren't all intended for jewelry. Yeah. A lot of these are, like, intended for specimen collections, rock collectors, things okay. like that. So I'm really searching. Yeah. And so you're walking, and then there's this pressure of, like, oh, my gosh, I have five days to find as much as I can, like, possibly find. So you're walking, you're walking, you're walking, you're looking, you're, you know, um, going from show to show. And, um, yes, I have some relationships I've developed with miners, and so yeah. I know, like, where to go back to find them. But... Um, they might not have the same thing year over year because it's really about what they found. Yeah. And so the stones that I'm buying from them the day I land maybe were in the ground a month ago. Right. In whatever distant country. And so I'll walk around and I'll find a table where enough resonates with me and then I go in. And I'm just I'm just in it. And I'm like head down like looking over the table, like picking up every single stone. I just like, I pick each one up, I turn it around, I look, you know, all the sides. Like I literally choose each and every single one by hand. And you sort of make this compilate, like this like tray full of stones. But when you're doing that, you have to decide, okay, is this a new stone for me? Do I like it? How much do I like it? If I like it, I'm going to go for it. How much am I going to buy? Do I need small, medium, large, which mix? How am I going to set it? Do I have to come up with a new setting for this one? Um, Just like, how am I going to use this? And if you walk away from that table, there's one, there's no time to go back to that table or that show. Because, you know, you're driving all over the place. And two, 
when you go, I could, I could turn around and go back in two hours and it'll be gone. Right. So you're, it's like on the spot decision. You have to make the decision. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. And it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a lot in that, in that moment, like between how you're going to set it and what you're going to do with it to how much do you buy to like, oh my gosh, I hope this isn't like too expensive because some of these stones are truly intended for collectors and right. not intended to be necklaces. And so yeah. sometimes you fall in love with something you you have to just say goodbye and move on. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, this just yeah. isn't going to work. Yeah. The chunk this size of, you know, a walnut is right. $1,000. You're like, it's not going to work. I got to say goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, it's interesting because I've had um, I've had other, like, um, boutiques on and, you know, store owners. And we've talked about, like, the buying process and how um, – I mean, I honestly feel like that's what sets people apart is how they approach that. And that's that's what you do on this trip, right? So when you go, you go once a year mm-hmm. and that yeah. you get what you're making until like the next show, basically. Yes. I mean, I do have relationships with the miners and I'll say like, you know, can you send me some more of that? But then it's not that like hand chosen. Right. So then I end up, you know. Trying not to do that because yeah. then I end up with pieces I can't use because, again, a lot of these aren't intended for jewelry. So they're just picking that kind of rock. Like they're not looking at the qualities that like, does it have a front? Does it have a back? Can I work? Am I going to set the veil? Like all of that. So I try not to have them send me things. I try to, to get it all. And then getting it home is Okay, is so let's talk comical. about that because you do not drive there. We're in Ohio. No, oh my it's gosh. out in Tucson. So how do you – I don't have you... the time for that. Like, do you have to put it in suitcases? Do you carry it on? So like, what I always do you take do? I always take a friend with me. This past year, my brother ended up going with me. We had a f- fantastic time. Yeah. So whoever goes with me, I'm like, okay, pack light. <laughs> like seriously, pack light. You have one pack, pound. Pack real light. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god. So we put all our clothes in the check luggage, okay. and then the. I push the limits of carry-on. And yeah. if you go with me, you, you like don't plan on putting anything in your carry-on. Right. That's not a rock. Empty bag. Right. Empty, two empty bags. Yeah. And um, they're just absolutely loaded down. So like the roller bags, um, then, oh, let's go back. So the night before I leave, I have to almost like sort of unpack all the things. Because when you, when you leave a table, they've like wrapped it up for you and they hand it to you in this big like flat or this big box and they're like okay here you go and like well if I was driving that'd be great but I have to like the night before take everything apart and consolidate it down and like pack it all tighter so I can fit it all in suitcases so I do all that the night before (laughs) the I'm sure the housekeeping is wondering like what is going on in there like there's all these box, empty boxes I have to like stack them up because a lot of people like I said will give you flats um because you bought so much so then I when you consolidate them down, I'll turn like three flats into one flat and I just like really tuck those stones in there tight. Yeah. So the suitcases are really heavy. So when you're trying to put your roller bag in the overhead compartment, people are like, what, what? is wrong? What is in that bag? <laughs> or what is, yes. Or trying to, when, at the end of the trip, because it's a long way home from Tucson, you're tired. I mean, you've oh, been yeah. going full tilt for five days and like, you know, like there's always an incline up the jet bridge, yeah. like off the plane. And the roller bag is heavy all the way off the oh plane. Oh, my gosh. And it just so, puts a whole different, like, what is in your bag. Oh, my gosh. That's yes. So when we came home this year um, with my brother, he was like, you can't have a carry-on that big. I'm like, yes, you can. And he's like, because he's a guy, and he would never carry a bag that big. I'm like, yes, you can. Just It will fit under the front of your seat, and we're going to, you know, get the biggest roller bag that will go in the overhead. And nothing was in those four bags except my wallet that wasn't a rock. That was it. Wow. <laughs> they were so outrageously heavy. Oh, my gosh. So let me ask you, because I, I mean, I don't know the process from once you have the stone to, like, when you're actually creating. So when you pick a stone, and I know this from following you on social media, like, 
it might do you change the shape like do you cut I do it sometimes and the yeah. edges and stuff okay so some stones if they um come out of the ground and they're like maybe they're have like crystals on all the sides like in the shape it, it just really, really depends on which stone mm-hmm. we're talking about so some stones I do cut and shape and I have some tools and um I kind of just go for it um I'm luckily I've never like truly hurt myself yeah, that's <laughs> with <good>. the saw <laughs> I, w- I know which one you're talking about when I was cutting that stone on yeah um I get really my, my mom was like you get so close to your fingers yeah <laughs> like, how do you, you do Oh my gosh, we're gonna have to do. I'm gonna have to do like a video with you because it's it is really incredible. Like your your it is it's art what you're what you're creating. It's really cool. It's uh, your your eye is awesome. Not to mention your interior eye is also great. I'm <laughs> obsessed you. with your back porch, like where you have your shows. Are yeah. you still doing your shows on your yeah. back porch? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's stunning. Like that uh, sunroom. Uh-huh. Yeah. I didn't intend for that sunroom to be like where I had my garden parties or my open studios yeah. um, that occurred um, because I needed pandemic friendly meeting space and all those doors open. Yeah. Um, but it does, it does work out really perfectly, but um, it comes back to just, you know, like honoring what you love. So uh, the collection is a lot like my house, neutrals, gold, shiny things. <laughs> yeah. So cool. It is. It, it looks, it, it's very much you. Um, okay. So you do not have a team. You do this all yourself. Let's talk about the juggle of balancing motherhood, spouse, career, creation, artist. Like, how do you do all the things? That's a tough one. It depends on the day. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you do all the things on all the days. Each day has its um, is weighted for different things. You fight the fights that need fought that day. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, some things skew more towards family on one day and business on another. Sometimes those overlap, and yeah. um, I think it goes back to mindset and um, just with the gratitude. And um, my husband's incredibly helpful. He's so supportive. He's amazing. We've been married for twenty years. Oh he's like, I guess when I say I do it alone, I mean he's a big, he's a big help. Like. Yeah. Um, he rents the post office for me and so, keeps my books. Well, and I think, like, in these conversations I've learned from so many people like yourself that um, it, it you don't you do not do it all yourself, but, um, but your support team mm-hmm. is critical. I mean, it's like so you have the space to create and do what you do. Um, and it's cool that your husband's, like, invested in it, too, because, I mean – it's awesome what you're what you're doing. Thank you. Yeah, um, he's so supportive. But I also agree with you. So when you're talking about like every day you don't have to do everything, I think we sometimes are our own worst enemies, right? Like we feel or force that on ourselves and no one else can like see that. And it's like being okay, giving yourself the grace to just not have to do all the things every day. Mm-hmm. It's like this crazy calendar, this crazy schedule we put on ourselves. Like you know, so I love to hear that that's how you do it. Some days can be more family. Some days can be more work. Um, and it's like that rhythm, that ebb and flow of yeah, like harmony, flow right? Sure. It's like mm-hmm. people talk. Somebody, I forget who told me um, they use the word harmony. Like when we always talk work-life balance. And like, I don't know that that exists for anybody. Um, but the harmony of it, like that, you know, you're kind of in sync with whoever you're doing that with in your in your family um, makes way more sense to me. Yeah. But, um, okay, I want to talk styling. Okay. Because I need a lot of help here, and you're so good at it. So talk about the best way to layer. Like, if you're telling someone, um, and you can talk about bracelets, necklaces, doesn't matter. But, like, what should we look for when we're layering? How do you layer? 
Um, there's a couple different ways to approach it. Yeah. Um, I think if you follow what you love, like the pieces that resonate with you, like what we were talking about, um, you can borrow the energy from the things you love. So if that like lights you up and you love that stone and maybe that stone is, and this happens a lot, like maybe that stone is a little out of your comfort zone. Like maybe it's a little too big, but it's just so gorgeous and you're just really drawn to it. There's like the shapes, the colors, the facets um, that can push you up in your comfort level as far as the size of a necklace you maybe would have worn or a ring too yeah but when it comes to like just the basics of layering I like to look at like balance and proportion so um, I'll put my biggest necklaces at the bottom like the heaviest and whether that's a stone or a big round pendant um, and then you sort of stack them up from there um, the size goes down mm-hmm. um, as far as the pendant now like this top chain that I have on it's a little heavier but the pendant is smaller yeah. and so you stack it it's just about balance and proportion and practice yeah. and just owning it and just rocking it because you love it yeah I mean if you are like how does she do this and what does it look like go to Pluma Jewelry the Instagram because <laughs> you it, it is like I've learned a lot from watching how you wear your oh, own thanks. jewelry because Same. I really am sort of clueless when it comes to it and my husband laughs because I don't know that I ever have been a big jewelry person, but when you see, like you've been talking about this, when you see something that you really like and it does resonate with you, your collection is that for me. And it's like, I think sometimes I just have landed in this space of more of like, I don't know if costume's the right word, but like just more... um, I don't know. People like, use the to, word uniform. Yeah. It's uh-huh. like I, I wear the same stuff every day. Like I mm-hmm. wear the same stud earrings every day. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it does feel more uniform. But I love that you can show people how to, like, integrate these things into your uniform and it still feels like yourself. Yes. And sometimes there are pieces that you have owned for a long time or pieces that you wear a certain way. And you slip it off the short, you know, slip it off the short chain, put it on together with the long chain, and then add another little layer. And yeah. keep those pieces that you love that are part of your uniform, but keep it feeling fresh by adding, like, new pieces and then switching them in and out and don't wear the same pieces every single day have different pieces that you can mix and match and it feels less you know uniform yeah Yeah. I love that okay what trends are you seeing like if you follow do you follow like the trends of what people are doing or do you kind of have your blinders on I I was wondering that yeah I really don't um I think that um the pieces are timeless. They're modern and they're current, but they're timeless. And so I really just let the collection evolve based on the stones that I find and like what I'm feeling like making. And um, I don't, I don't really know what the trends are, other than um, I think it's always like in style to feel comfortable in what you have on yeah. and to love what you're wearing. Yeah. And so um, I mean weather plays into that like when it's super hot or when it's you know freezing cold you're you know you can't wear like the same things when the weather yeah you know isn't cooperating yeah isn't cooperating yeah but um that that to me is what it's about yeah. I don't really know I don't really follow the trends I don't yeah know. that's cool well it ends up feeling current yeah. I don't know exactly how that happens, but no, I have no idea. Well, and you're getting your you're getting your material. I mean, it's literally from the earth. So it's not like right. you're not like right. going into a, like a um, showroom saying, um, I think I want blues this year or whatever. <laughs> right. Even though Probably I know you found like a super <laughs> oh, yes. amazing green and amazing blue. I don't even know what stones Phenomenal. You're probably talking about Azurite. Um, and that's at stones. I mean, everything's a stone's natural color. Yeah. So those stones are kind of flat on this one side. And that's this, that stone's cut in half. So then those crevices that you see are the inside of the stone, never intended to be seen. Um, and that stone's that color all the way through. It's so incredible that it's such a vibrant and rich color. 
And then the green, it's, um, it's like a green blue. It looks more green next to the blue of Azurite. It's dioptase, and it is a phenomenal stone. And um, it's that's one that's a big collector's item. Yeah, a lot of people want that for their specimen collection, and so I'm trying to like grab the pieces that work for jewelry. Yeah, it's really pricey. So yeah, you're I have like to <laughs> the ones that they're like they're not going to just collect. You yeah. Want Did you see that on the reel that I posted from Tucson? There was one that I would have like done anything to make a necklace out of and it was four thousand dollars oh my it would have been a it would have been a chunky necklace but <gasps> i wanted it so bad but that was what i was talking about sometimes you have to just like keep walking. drill over it and move on <laughs> i love it oh my goodness okay so what is your advice on like how much is too much like you know um i feel like years ago before kind of the layering thing was um you know more of the fashion you know it was like okay look at yourself i feel like did Coco Chanel say this. Like I think take, Coco Chanel said, like, it. "Look at yourself and then take, take one, one thing, thing off. off." Yeah. So, how do? What do you feel like? Too much is too much. Like, how do you sort of gauge that for yourself th- or for clients? Sure. I think that it's um, also about comfort level and practice. Like, I did not used to wear this much jewelry. Yeah. I mean, I have on one, two, three necklaces and two rings, like bracelets and earring. Like, I didn't want to take any of this off. Like, yeah. I, it all worked for me. It all looked good. I didn't used to wear a lot of jewelry, though. Okay. So it's about practice and um, just the pieces that work for you. Um, it depends on what you're doing. Like, yeah. if you're out running around, running errands with your kids. Um, Maybe don't wear a long of the big chunkling necklaces. You know, pull the layers a little higher. Um, Really, it's about about comfort and what you're doing and and that for me. Following that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we were talking before we started recording. It's like... Um, this summer, I know I'm going to be doing a lot of sports things with my kids, but I'm like, I've got to come shopping because I want to find some new pieces. But I feel like for me, I'm gravitating towards bracelets for summer, which yeah, y- you said like that's normal because we finally in Ohio are yeah. showing our arms. Exactly. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we get to shed our yes. coats finally. Exactly. And like I said, like when it's super, super hot out, uh, like a, a great earring. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't want anything else. Yeah. I love that. That's so simple. It seems so intuitive when you say it, but like in those moments, you're like, I have no idea. Well, don't overthink it. Yeah, like you're don't like, overthink just do it. it. Yeah, and what you're comfortable with. Yes, but also allow yourself, like I said, to be pushed a little bit, but yeah. like borrow the energy from what it is you love, and maybe it's the stones, but maybe whatever, whatever we're talking about. Like I said, shoes, clothes, whatever. Borrow the energy that is what you love about that piece, and that, let that help you feel good in it, and just rock it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so so great. Um, let me ask you. So, if somebody's trying to find your pieces, do you primarily? I know you are. I think are you still in one brick and mortar store here? Are you still? Yeah, in the Thread boutiques? still carries it. Uh-huh. So you're still at Thread. We've talked with Miranda on here mm-hmm. too. Which yeah, is really I listened fun. to it. She's yeah. great. So, um, and then if somebody is trying to find you, like where do they? Should they go to your website? And Instagram's a great place to see it. Okay. I, I mean, the website is great. I mean, you got to have a website. I um, between all the things, all the juggling and the making it, I don't update my website as often as I would like to. I'm gonna work on that. Um, if I ever do get somebody to like sort of help me, it'll probably be a VA, a virtual assistant yeah. of some sort to help me get that done. That's sort of the last thing that gets updated. Instagram's a great way to see it. Okay. Um, I sort of just post like what I'm really into or what I'm feeling. And I think that's a great way to see the new pieces. They're like sort of what's just come off my desk. And then I do those layering. Everyone loves those layering videos for sure. I, I haven't done people, one in a while, but I'll do one. I'll do some more recently, yeah, especially I mean, now with the season change. Yeah. Well, but Instagram's I do, a great way. Yeah. Cause you could, I mean, here's the thing. I feel like 
we all live in the space in which we live. And so it becomes very intuitive for you because you're around it all the time. I feel like this for myself in real estate. We get stuck, not stuck, but we think what we talk about all the time, other people just understand. And right, not right. everybody does, right? Right. So truly, uh, yeah, there are cues every time I watch you do something. I'm like, oh my gosh, that looks so good. Oh, but thanks. I did not know how to put that together if this thanks. was just like a blank slate, you know? So yeah, it's, okay. it, you have a gift. So just keep sharing it. Thank you. Um, and I love when people reach out on Instagram. Like if they don't know, um, like what, where to start or what piece they want or more about it. Like I, I love when people DM me or reach out. Like I love those conversations. I'm here to help. I, I love helping people find what they love and what they feel yeah. like they want to wear. And it's you. You're not like DMing some me. like ghostwriter. I mean, just it's me. you, which is really cool. Okay. Talk to us about effortless style because I feel like you, you have it. I think you have effortless style. Oh, thank you. And um, so what does it mean to you? Like what is, what is that? if you could articulate it. So to me, effortless style is not really overthinking it, not um, trying to be trendy, having those pieces that you feel good in, that are the pieces you can reach for, um, that you can layer or not layer or um, do different things with, but really it's what you're confident in. And really, it, I mean, effortless style is really all about confidence. I love that, which we all need. <laughs> if we don't have yeah. it, we're going to go start by with getting plumage jewelry to give it to us, <laughs> That's right? right? I love you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay, let me ask you. I always do a quick fire at the end, but I want to ask you, um, you know, like, is there a client story that resonates with you or a particular customer that just sort of articulates and reminds you why you do what you do, why you do what you love? Yeah, for yeah. sure. So there's the pieces in the collection that I call The Universe is Yours, and I love those so much. I know you have one. And the idea from the or about of those is... They sort of look like constellations, but instead of being your zodiac sign, they go so much deeper than that. Um, those gold studs that are in there can represent a number, and that number most commonly is family members. And um, so that's so significant. When I started the collection, I didn't know it would be a permanent part of the collection, but it's become so meaningful to me. So I've done pieces where... Um, represents generations of families like a, a grandma and a grandpa and then her grown children and their spouses and then her children's children and then we'll do um, pieces for a woman who is like done having her babies and it's her and her children and her husband I've done pieces for bridesmaids where like five best friends and they all get a piece that has like the five studs in it I made my brother's cufflinks for his wedding he got married on 1016 one cufflink had 10 studs the other cufflink had 16 studs oh my gosh um I surprised him with that and so um and then it doesn't have to be family members I did a piece for a woman who had hit the five-year mark out from breast cancer and so it was do you remember that one Mm -hmm. it was a pink stone and we did the five studs and so those are the pieces that really you can draw a lot of like love and power from and when you wear those they just feel so special and there's so many different ways to signify different numbers you know I've done things for like a mom and her daughter it was a white background with a dark stone and it was two studs for the two of them and she wanted it to represent that she and her daughter could get through all the dark times together but begin to always like they'd come back to the light and every time that little girl looks at that I mean she's she's younger but as she grows like the meaning of that will deepen for her and like it just means like the fierceness and the completeness of her mom's love for her like that she'll keep that for always like those are the really 
really meaningful things to me. And so they they started out without stones, but now I've started like layering in stone. Some have color, sometimes just for texture, but those are those are permanently here. Those are the the really the meaningful pieces. I, lo I love making them. It's so. I mean, you you have a talent. You have a gift. And layering also, layering, it's like the theme. <laughs> Comes back to layering. But like the way that you listen to your customers and your clients and create these things that they're like heirlooms. These people are going to have these forever. Oh, thank you. I mean, you. it's really, it's very special. I'm and a really sentimental person, actually. Mm -hmm. So like I loved rocks when I was a kid. Like I just, I, I, I and I, being a mom has made me more sentimental, even oh, yeah. though I already was. Yeah. And so like those um, nods to things that, you love or maybe from your childhood or things like that um things that are important in life like family and all of that like i'm, I'm a really sentimental person i think it comes through it the, does oh my gosh 100 percent. it does it's so Thank cool i am so glad we got to finally Me sit and too. have this talk but um okay so let's do the quick fire okay. first um what are just whatever comes to mind first um what are some of the favorite pieces in your line currently for you? So I got um, these Herkimer diamonds that I'm so in love with. I don't, I don't know how much I've posted them on Instagram. But a Herkimer diamond, it's sort of a misnomer, but it's a quartz that grows um, with natural facets. So when it comes out of the ground, it is that shape. So if you found that, you'd be like, oh my gosh, I found a diamond. So the diamond part is the nickname, but they have generally about 18 natural facets and they look like they have been cut and polished. They're so phenomenal. Some are crystal clear, wow. some have, I have, I have one on right now. Oh, I have more than one on. Um, some are crystal clear, some have black inflections, some are yellow, and I've made like stud earrings out of them. I have the clusters just alone. I've put them down in those universe pieces. Um, I'm loving the Herkimer diamonds, which, which is technically Herkimer quartz, but. So um, cool, I'm, and it comes out of the ground like that. It could come out of the ground like that. Mother Nature is, she's incredible. Yeah. It's, 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 it's amazing. Oh my goodness, okay. Um, all right, what is your go-to casual look? A white t-shirt and jeans or a jogger. But, um, and, and jewelry, of course. Yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. And what about your go-to dressy look? Um, I'm loving dresses because they kind of feel like pajamas. And they're just like a nice blank slate. And they're, they're really easy to wear. Uh, so I'm a big fan. That. I just said to somebody yesterday. But a dress can be casual, too. Yeah. But, but um, dresses are having a moment, and I'm, I'm, I'm loving it, too. Yes. Um, what about your favorite staple accessory? Is there something that you wear every day? I mean, a stone for sure. I don't think I could pick. Like, if I was going to, if you told me, like, I could only wear one piece of jewelry, I'd have a really hard time if it was going to be earrings or a ring or a necklace. Yeah. Um, I, I can't, I can't pick one. But I'll can't have a stone. a stone. You'll <laughs> a stone. You'll have a stone on. A stone, yeah. yeah. Um, who is your favorite fashion icon? Jenna Lyons. Oh, my gosh. She's I so good. I love her. Oh, she's, yeah. I met her once. She did? Oh, she's fantastic. She pays attention just to you when you're talking. Um, she gets real close. Yeah. And like you have like her full attention. She, she's incredibly tall, statuesque. She's gorgeous. Oh my she's, gosh. she's amazing. I mean, I've always have been. Have you seen a... her show? No. Oh, uh, what's it called? Styled or sty something with Jenna Lyons? Styled with Jenna Lyons or something like that. I'm going to look it up. Yeah. Um, it's, I want to say it's on. I want to say it's on Netflix, Netflix, but I don't know. I'll look it up. Because my husband runs a remote when we watch TV. So, I mean, I, I mean, watch it too. <laughs> I've always been like a, a J. Show. Crew girl. And when she was, she was creative director at J. Crew for a very long time, wasn't she? Or maybe it wasn't. Yes, yeah. I mean, and then, I, I don't know her roles, but she credits a lot of that to like team and things like that. But, yeah, I mean, that's a that's a Nate style right there. That's yeah. effortless style. Okay. She I just, love And that. see, she just rocks it and she just goes for it. Totally. And, it, and confidence. And that's why she looks so good. All right. Favorite place to grab a cocktail? 
Well, I have this little um, patio in my backyard. It's like a secret garden. That's my favorite place. Oh, my gosh. It's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Um, what about your favorite Columbus restaurant? Um, I got to go with a tried and true, like classic. I've been going there forever is Filio. Yes. Yeah. I love Filio, too. Um, okay, before we sign off, tell us again where we can find you, um, all the places, website, Instagram. Sure. So Instagram is Plume Jewelry, and um, definitely reach out, DM. I love to um, help people. Um, that way, you can also make an appointment in the studio, come over, um, get on the email list. I send invites for those open studios, the garden parties that you've been to. Yes. And then the website is plumajewelry.com. Um, there's there's some good things on there. Just need to get some more good things on there. Yeah, it's I need all good. To but you it. can sign up for the newsletter on sign your website. For, yeah, sign up for the email there. Reach out to me there. Email me there. Um, and then uh, it's available at Thread. So great. Thank you so much Thank for you sitting so with me. Much. I have wanted to interview you truly, like since I started this, and I'm glad that we finally had the opportunity. Oh, I'm so honored. And Thank I can't wait so to much. come shopping soon. Anytime. I'm nearly always there working, so I, I take appointments all the time. I love it's, it. It's like truly what I'm there for. So. Well, thank you for doing, you know, you have you have a gift and you are an artist. And I love that you're, you know, you're sharing it. You're sharing it with the world and it's really cool. So keep keep on going, girl. I will. Thank you so much. Yeah, Thanks course. for encouraging me. For more information and additional content, follow me on Instagram at Kim Mills Group, as well as LinkedIn. Share, subscribe, engage. I would love to hear from you.